Welcome, 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 Fukuoka Fat Guys, episode 131. It's 131. 131, and I labeled the last one 103, and I was just like, fucking A, I can't do nothing right. That's okay. It's, it's, we're really, really inconsistent. <coughs> like, uh, our, our theme is being consistent, but we're very, very inconsistent. Yeah, I mean, hey, we get it when we get it, and... You know, thank you all for staying with us who have made it this far. Uh, if we have anyone who still listens, <laughs> how are you doing today? I'm all right. Yeah, just uh, recovering. Yeah, spring vacation. You, you just worked the camp uh, last weekend. How did that go? That was good. Like sixty kids, really easy. Uh, yeah, actually, that place is. I mean, it's a beautiful place, and the kids are great. So, super fun. And this was just the end of the Japanese school year. Uh, kids graduated. The seniors graduated earlier this month, and we had our f- ending ceremonies last Friday. I at least I did. Yeah, I was in uh, Disneyland. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Fuck man, how did that go? Yeah. One hundred hours of Disney. Like, Great. Legit one hundred hours. Yeah, one hundred hours. Fuck so like we did um, day one Disneyland, day two Disney Sea, day three Disneyland, day four Disney Sea. Stayed at a Disney resort. So. Oh wow! You actually stayed in like a Disneyland hotel. Yeah. Ooh. So yeah, you can check check out my YouTube channel. Yeah. And, yeah. What's the channel? Uh, it's just Carl Oji-san. So. It's not Carl Patek? Yeah, just yeah, Carl Oji-san. Yeah. Oh, okay. So. How do you spell Oji-san? O-J-I-S-A-N. Like <laughs> they need that information. Oji-san. Carl, C-A-R-L-O. They, they know the Carl part. I think the Oji-san. O-J-I-S-A-N. <laughs> yeah, he's been posting uh, pretty good weekly videos, um, crazy stuff about Japan and stuff. I think. The Disney one's the longest one, about 15 minutes. Yeah, it's super long. It's too long. <laughs> I mean, hey, that's how you get people in. Um, yeah, things on my end. Um, like I said, just uh, finishing the school year. Uh, last Monday, I turned 40. That Happy was... birthday. That's the reason why we're recording this episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, we just uh, needed a reason, and Anthony's birthday was a good reason. <laughs> so, Yo. 40. How does it feel? Honestly, I don't know. Like, <laughs> the body slowly betrays you, but at the same time, it doesn't feel like anything's different, if that makes sense. I think because I have the testosterone therapy and stuff helped me out, like, it probably is not as bad as it could have been for other people. Um, but yeah, it's, I I hung out, I had a friend come in from New York yesterday, and uh, he's getting married, and him and his fiance came through, and he wanted to introduce us, and we were just talking about nerdy shit games and stuff. And I was like, man, I was like, man, I just turned 40. And they were like, what? <laughs> They're like, we thought you were our age. And I'm like, I'm like seven, eight years older than them. So, I mean, it feels nice to hear that. Um, but the, what did they say? Like black as ass? <laughs> oh. You black don't crack. Oh, that, 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 that's what they say. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it, it's, I got a bit nostalgic and went through, the photos in my phone and they've gone back since like 2011 and seeing how just where I used to live and how I used to look and the changes and stuff and it's kind of you're talking about when you used to weigh 116 kilograms yeah I mean yeah, yeah, you was, were you look good dude. like yeah. I, I was I was actually looking at those photos too yeah. just cause like the good thing about social media is it actually reminds you about stuff and it sends you pictures to slap you in the face. You know, like it's like a dick hitting your head. You know? it's like, <laughs> I mean, that's not the the the, the connection I was going to make, but I, I I didn't even look at social media. I just this is stuff I probably never posted to to my social media. Yeah, uh, you know, so and if you had posted to your social media, it would remind you. Well, I don't I don't use social media really anymore. I mean, yeah, you know, other than finding a weird story on Twitter or Reddit, but. 
uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it shows me where I've been and like what I want to go back to, but at a rate that doesn't, that is just attainable, which I think has been a talking point for you for like the past year or so, you know, um, we had a friend who contacted you that was having issues and it's same thing. She was on a diet that she fucking hated. And it's like, and when you're doing what the diet says and it's not working, you know, it's hard. <laughs> like you lose faith in trying to change and stuff. So it's like, yeah, but everyone really wants to change. Right. Like, mm. so you go through all these like crazy steps, but if you just like put your head down and do a little work, you know, day by day, just a little, like you take steps closer. Right. So what happens is people get, super sad that they broke their their super strict diet and they're like oh fuck it i'm gonna just go off the rails and mm-hmm. then like missing one workout turns to missing one month and one month turns to like like three months then it's so easy to get sidetracked and mm-hmm. like it's it's like alcoholics anonymous you know once you fall off the wagon it's just yeah, it's, it's easy to stay off you know so yeah but so what i'm saying is like just just never think of it as like something you have to do but something you get to do you know yeah. like like seriously like when I started to think about like my life with Hannah, mm-hmm. like I get to raise this little girl, and, and now I I I get to be better, you know, for her. So it like I used to struggle with my weight going up and down. Like I'd yo-yo really hard, like one way really hard, another really hard, right? So people would say, "Oh, you look great." They're like, "What happened to you? You look great." Oh, what happened to you? <laughs> but yep. like now, it's like I I'm I don't look as phenomenal, but I don't feel as terrible. Like you know, like. You may look really good, but you might feel super terrible. See, so. but I feel like that might be that's body dysmorphia because when I see people talk about you, they're like, "You look great." You're the only one that says you don't look good. Like it's it's nuts. Oh, like, right, right now, I I think I look decent, but yeah. I, I don't look the best that I've ever looked. You know? Oh no, oh, of course not. You that that was yeah. the motorcycle shortness helmet. I think that with the six pack showing, but I think uh, we're a lot stricter on ourselves. Like. Yeah, you know, and I think that that's that's part of the 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 issue with a lot of it. Um, you know, some of us put the be all end all into losing weight. Uh, my sister had sent me a pic of a video of uh, the the Twilight dude, the dude who got hella yoked. What was his name Jacob or something? The long, the one who was in that Adam Sandler movie. The Taylor Taylor Lautner. Taylor Lautner. Yeah. And team team Jacob. Yeah. yeah, Jacob. So he. Yeah. Uh, Team, um, team shovel face, um, <laughs> Batman. Yeah, you team, put some respect team, on his name now. Yeah. Team Batman, um, shovel face is the girl. Yeah, but ba- team <laughs> no, Batman. No, it was the dude. The dude was shovel oh, really? face. Yeah. Well, anyways, team Batman. Uh, he refused to lift weights. Oh yeah. He yeah. was like, I ain't gonna take no junk. Yeah, he he didn't <laughs> like, do it for the Batman, and yeah, yeah. yeah like, I, just, nah. I had to take it back for that movie. I mean, yeah, and he still looked was, good. That was actually a really good movie. Did you watch it? Yeah, it was. Really dude, good, it was like, fucking amazing. I was like, dude. You can glitter all you like, homie. <laughs> I know, right? I had to apologize. Like, Mad props to you, dude. <laughs> no, I because I came in hard on that fool. I was like, what the fuck is this old lame ass man? But but anyway, way better than Ben Affleck. <laughs> oh God, that is a thousand percent true. And then that whole mess up with the Henry Cavill thing. Oh jeez, oh, gosh. DC Shazam just flopped. Apparently, Money made like thirty mil opening, and so it looks like the Shazam people are out, and uh, James Gunn's just gonna reset everything. But back to Jacob, he got yoked for one of those Twilight movies. And I remember when it happened, like he was 
in the newspaper. Everybody's like, oh, this is the ideal man. And then after the movie, he lost all that weight because it was just. It's only like for a month. And that's that's what he looks like with a pump. Yeah. Yeah. And he, I guess it, it hit him in his ego. Like he he was doing an interview and he was he was saying that, you know, to him, he thought, if I could just get back to that point of being that buff, being that version of me, I'll be happy again. And he's like, he came to the realization that that's not enough just to make yourself happy. And I think that was like his message. Like, of course, you want to be healthy and look your best. But, you know, that's not going to fix all the problems you have in your life. Yeah, it's it's like money, right? Like a lot of people think like money doesn't buy happiness. It's it's obviously true, right? If, if you're an un- unhappy person, you're just going to be an unhappy rich person. Mm-hmm. But... Money does offer you freedom, and it does offer you like a lot of opportunities to do other things. So, mm. I mean, money doesn't buy happiness, but it buys a lot of other shit. Yes. I think that that's the proper quote. Yeah, but something something like that. But no, like when I was going through my photos and stuff, I was like, I know exactly what changed, and and I mean, it might sound like excuse, but COVID changed the way I did my day to day stuff. Like, you know, before COVID, even if it was every once in a while, like not as consistent, I'd still make my way to the gym, which was far away. And then I would walk home, which got me, you know, extra steps. steps. Yeah. And so like getting, getting, you know, 10 K steps, that was at least a day, you know, and if I walked home from the gym, that's another at least nine or eight K and. <clears throat> you know, going out clubbing that used to be just dancing all night. Those were all steps, you know, and when I was out clubbing and hanging out with people, I wasn't eating bad foods. And it's like when Corona got us locked in, I just got used to being an introvert. And I'm like, fuck, man. And so to battle that, I've been doing small stuff like I've just been cooking a lot more um, past month. I've probably ordered, only ordered you like five times. You know, which, God, that's less than us, right? I mean, it, it, I mean, it's it's convenient, but like, it's it's just it's uh, you know, if I cook, you know, I'm putting more protein in there, I'm getting more vegetables in there. Hey, you just control what you eat, though. Yeah, you know, and I mean, I'll still eat rice and stuff, and um, if I eat eat something sweet, I'll eat like the protein yogurt, you know, those little 200 calorie ones or whatever that the you get from Costco. It has like the stuff on bottom. Oikos. Oh yeah, those are fucking good. Greek but yogurt. Greek yogurt. Yeah. yeah. So I try, you know, I just try shit like that, and it's, it's been, it. You know, I've dropped just a little bit. The I've been taking the the Sem- semiglutide, and I don't think it's the same one that everyone's wanting on the internet. The one I have, my doctor says it just blocks sugar from being absorbed. So like. Instead of it absorbing into my body, I just pee it out. But I haven't noticed any big changes in the month. Um, I got it literally just about a month ago. Uh, I go back in to see my doctor this Friday to talk more about what to do. Um, you, you see two doctors then on Friday? Yeah. Okay. I'm seeing a kidney doctor and then our doctor. And, you know, because this weight, like I said last time, it puts a lot of strain on my kidneys. And it's not like I need a kidney transplant or anything, but if I continue this way you know in the future my kidneys are going to get really bad so you know why not solve the problem before it becomes a problem and yeah it's it's just been small things like um this week 
Uh, I just really want to try and work out a little bit every day because I have the time. You know, we're on technically we're kind of on spring break in my company. I have to do like daily assignments, but that's fine. It's much better than going in all the way in the class and stuff. And next week are going to be meetings, which means I'm going to be bored out of my fucking mind. <laughs> but no, after 40 years of life, I just want to be better than I am right now, you know, uh, and I want to live a life because like I used to, you know, I, I just I need to go back to being an extrovert, going out outside, having fun, you know, seeing people. And I went to the city yesterday and yeah, people were walking out around with like less masks and stuff. And um, everybody was out looking at the flowers, doing fl- uh, flower watching. Hanami. Yeah, it's the season. Oh yeah, and they look beautiful. I rode on the bus by Ohori Park, so yeah, it's just a couple of things that I I need to change and stuff. So you know, hopefully after today's podcast, get a workout in. Um, haven't done it a while with other people, so I'm kind of excited about that. Um, but yeah, we were talking about the semiglutides, the the diabetes medicine that uh, is popular in the states. And I shit you not, last time when we recorded. I went home and it was fucking on the news on the Daily Show, talking about the same thing. And apparently, the GL, GLP one inhibitors semaglutide. Ah, uh, GLP one. See, I have GLP two. That's what it, it is. It's the same yeah, thing. Yeah. So. But um, yeah, it, it would laugh, made me laugh. Like you were saying, like it was going up for like uh, a grand or so. Uh, Barrier to entry is expensive. It's like a thousand, oh, yeah. thousand dollars to to get. Like <clears throat> America's healthcare system is kind of weird. It's like you got to pay to play. So. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Uh, there was a story on MDNA, MDMA, what's it, psilocybin? Psilo- yeah. uh, psilocybin. <clears throat> psilocybin. Apparently, they used it for therapy back in the day. Not only that, but <clears throat> if you look up MK Ultra, Yeah, that was the, the, the brainwashing stuff, right? They, uh, they tried. Our government <laughs> willingly gave it to people <laughs> in their water. <laughs> yeah. yeah and uh, just to see what would happen. And yeah, it was interesting. But there's, I don't know, what's interesting is like, we we know that the CIA like killed Kennedy, and they we know that you know the Trump things were all set up, but no one's really talking about that. So <laughs> I think they what do they say? If everyone's happy, no one cares. Well, I don't know about you, but there's been a lot of stuff that went down this past year. Like oh yeah, it's like the right now the the Silicon Valley Bank things and oh, Sam Bankman freed getting like how do you steal eight billion dollars? Like, oh yeah. You know, well because like, he, he gave the money to the right people and now all of a sudden you no, know I'm just saying like a lot of people got scammed by that dude, you know like Oh dude everybody Ponzi scammed, you know like I mean that <laughs> that is the American way. Fucking uh And he he didn't he didn't think he was going to jail so he never ran, right? So, oh of course not. Yeah. You know, he if you listen to the interviews he does, he doesn't think he did anything wrong. It was the FTC, that's a mistake. Yeah, it's his fault. It's Hell, their fault. Logan Paul had the the game. The, the he still hasn't returned anything. Yeah. Not one dime. You know, and, and he was trying to sue the guy who outed him first. And then he, yeah, he said thank you to him. Afterwards. Because he had to. Yeah, exactly, right? Like, there's that, so much if, shit wouldn't if, happen if for public don't, opinion. If you don't know who CoffeeZilla is, check him out. He's mm-hmm. super interesting. There's so many great things that he's exposed people for. Um, yeah. and Oh, God, yeah. He's, there were some British people who were trying to sell another game and yeah just the scam just, and just the online gambling things too like the casinos and stuff and you see like like um steve-o and all those guys like gambling and you, and you wonder how do people live lives like this you know but it's it's all it's like a scam you know like yeah i mean everyone's trying to scam somebody apparently 
But, uh, yeah, oh, and Bam Margera just relapsed, sadly. He was doing good going on tour with Steve Rue, but that's a different thing. But the reason I brought up the MDMA was apparently back in the 60s, they used it as a a tool to help with therapy. And they had a man who they said was an alcoholic. And they did this therapeutic session with MDMA. And he never drank like, alcohol again. Yeah, like even, they're, they're saying that they're using it now for, yeah. for the military. Just yes. The, the, um, but they said it's a double-edged sword. So apparently the, the way it works is you get the stuff but you have to have two therapists there at bed with you, you know, to monitor you. And some people say it's like transcendent. Uh, last time we talked about the North Korean refugee who's become like popular in the States and she did it. And she said she got to like talk to her dad and stuff. But other people have experienced like total chaos and like what they said to be like hell on earth. Like it was, it was kind of like, it looked interesting, but at the same time scared the shit out of me. But yeah, I mean, a lot of people are going through those shamans to get um, the experience, right? Ayahuasca. So, yeah. So, I mean, they all work the same pathway, right? So, I mean, I'm sure some not enough people listen to the show, which I, I'm sad. Um, but <laughs> if we, we had, have all the answers. If we, had, no, if we had smart people that could debate us and, and teach us, that'd be really good. So, I just sh- spot out bullshit like <laughs> half the time. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the ayahuasca thing used to be more of a ceremony religious, and now it's kind of like a tourist trap, I feel. Well, the thing is, a lot of people want breakthrough, right? They want relationship healing. They want all the, the things, but no one wants to do the work, right? No one wants to, like, talk about it or, like, stuff. But I heard, like, you're only as good as your guide, right? So mm-hmm. it's, it's just like your the therapy, right? So, yep. like, if if also you're um, not a candidate if you have, like, high chance of multiple personality disorder yeah, yeah, yeah. and bipolar. It's like, it's a... It can break you. Yeah. Yeah, that, that that was a thing, and that's why it was interesting. Because yeah, there was a dude suffering from PST, PTSD, and he was using it, and he said it was transformative. But so, you know, so you would think, okay, this will be something we start trying and doing more. Two rich motherfuckers went and fucking uh, copyrighted the technique. So now, like this this therapy could at cost like at least you know 10k and up and it's like you know someone's got to rip off somebody who's the dude that did that too bought the medicine and like charged a thousand times more Martin, oh uh, Screlli, yeah. Scrinelli. Yeah. yeah i saw his uh his interview uh with congress uh when they were grilling him and they were like they'd ask him a question he's like i plead the fifth and they ask him a question he's like i plead the fifth it's like is your name martin screlly or screnelli and he's like screlly he's like so you do know how to ask questions like uh biggest piece of shit <laughs> it's funny yeah, but most most people they're always trying to like like no one's trying to give it back everyone's yeah. just trying to like make a buck it's kind of sad because like there's a lot of people that need this stuff you know like do you know dr umar johnson the the black dude he's like uh he says he's a descendant of frederick Douglass, and He's trying to make a school, um, basically like a black school that's teaches, um, you know, it, it teaches, you know, math, English writing, but they want to teach like, um, electrical engineering and like carpentry and stuff. You know, he wanted to have a school that teaches people how to have a life after call co- after high school if they don't want to go to college ah. and you know like it'll teach them how to like finance and invest money and stuff but he <laughs> he has some very strange opinions 
But he did, you know, one of the things he's like, you know, we need to come together as black people. And, you know, you guys need to give me, you know, your money and your time to help build this school. And it's like, you know, I don't mind giving back, but it looks shady when one person like that asks for (laughs) everything. And he also hates when black men or women date outside the race. He Mm. says they don't have his respect. And it's the very it's like, who the fuck is a buck about his respect? But. You know, he gets the claim that he's giving back, but as a people, because of everything that goes on in the world now, I think we're naturally cautious of shit like that. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Like, I mean, you got you gotta like remember when we were all like, uh, make him famous. Who who is that dude? Hmm. The warlord from uh, I forget where it was, but like, make ah, him famous. Yeah, like ah, I have to look it up, but it was a long time ago. Like, what was it about? Who was this guy in I think South Africa mm-hmm. and he uh, uh I don't even remember him. it was like 25 years ago I think oh shit but nah I don't know like I think I think we are more of a crabs in a barrel you know everyone's trying to step on everyone to get theirs and you know anyone who's outside the barrel is just uh uh trying to scam a lot of people and i think that's that's that it hurts us in the end you know um i think that's why people enjoy like joe rogan's uh uh way of thinking coney 2012 yeah coney 2012 that was him james coney 10 years later james coney what did he do i I never heard this guy but uh that's okay it's not important oh okay it's a scam (laughs) <laughs> good old scams no I mean all the shit Rogan gets I mean I think that's the one thing he does that like a lot of people really expect is that he he brings his people on and like you know promotes them and he shares gives the back man. Yeah. and he's all about like he's opposite of the of, of the scarcity mindset mm-hmm. he's like the more people that make it the better the world is you know like so he tries to lift people up and stuff like like Mr. Beast was big before but he he got humongous after Rogan like mm-hmm. and I mean but that's it's easier to control you if you think everyone's out to get what you have yeah you know they uh i was watching some sort of monologue on a show and this guy said you know they were talking about uh uh nepotism um in hollywood you know how a bunch of these actors were just born into hollywood because of their their family you know will smith's kid people like that and it's like hollywood is the only place where really your skill doesn't matter. You know, there are very few people who can act at like a high level and like really impress you. But most of the shit we're watching is, you know, anyone can do it damn near. And sports are the last thing that actually take you on merit, you know, on what you can do, you know, but Hollywood, they like, they want you to think that this guy sitting next to you might be trying to take your job or whatever. Cause then, you know, they can suck you into dumb shit. They can, you know, like if you get to be like part of their 1%, the top percent, then you'll have power. But, you know, fucking it's easier to control us when we're divided, you know, and paranoid and thinking everyone's against each other. So, yeah, no, I wish people would give back more. But, you know, I've been burned helping people um, and it makes you not want to do it anymore. You know, so it's like it, that to me is a double edged sword, especially out here. When I used to meet like some of the foreigners, hell, I was thinking about uh, the dude from South Africa. You remember him? He lived up uh, by Izuka by me, the one that was singing at the 
that Mexican restaurant we used to go in, what was it, Tagawa or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the white dude who used Greg. to tell me, yes, Greg. tell me, oh, I can say nigga because I'm from South Africa. Like, biggest piece of shit, used to try and help him, and it was like, why, why do I go and do all that extra work for people who, you know, act like that? So I think my philosophy became, you know, help people out, but those that deserve it, you know, people who act right, treat you right, have some respect. And, you know, anyone who doesn't fit that, I just try and stay away from, you know, uh, other people, (laughs) people we used to work with on our workout journey who, you know, back when we were fit, telling us everything we were doing was wrong and how they knew more than us. And yet they had worse bodies than us. And it's like, all right, well, you know, you do you. And I think that kind of stuff also separates us, which I know is a big thing for me. But yeah, no, I I really I really hope the psilocybin thing gets to get off the ground and not be screwed by some rich douchebags because, you know, it seems to help. You know, there was talk about having it to help people uh, who have like eating disorders. And I thought that's where it would fit in with like fitness, like, you know. Because it, it sounds like almost like it rewrites the way you perceive some sort of information or stimulus. So I don't know. It was really interesting. Um, it was on Last Week Tonight. I think it's on their YouTube. So if you want to look up Last Week Tonight, you can watch it. It was uh, from a couple months ago. But It's a huge rabbit hole. Nothing you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm not talking about going through all the other stuff. But I'm just saying, like, if you go down that deep dive, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. Oh, no. I... I don't know, like all these medicines and stuff we have, it's like why not use them to, 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 to you know, do better? Yeah, but it's not easy to get your hands on stuff like. But um, yeah, and then you know my random like Reddit stuff going around the world. Um, I don't know if we talked about it last time, but a dude got kicked out of a gym for squatting four fifty. Um, why? Uh, the owner said this isn't a power gym, and he was very polite about it, but he was like, you know. He was like, no, no, no. He's like, I'll give you a full refund, but you can't okay. lift that now. I don't know. I felt sad for the guy. Like it was, the guy wasn't like grunting or anything. He made it look easy. Just he was doing four fifty. I think he did like eight or ten reps of it. Just four fifty for ten. Four fifty, right, dude? Jeez, young kid. Dead, I can't even deadlift four fifty for ten. <laughs> gotcha, right? And it, it was just it, it. It made me. I mean, like I said, it was a very polite encounter. But the guy came up. He's like, "Listen, listen, man. You know, I'm sorry. This isn't a power gym." And it's like, but the rack he had was like a power lifter rack, you know. And it was, it was 450. Like I didn't think nothing looked like it was gonna break or anything. It looked new, but you know, I don't know. It, it's just, I guess each gym is gonna have its own thing. Yeah, and if you own it, you can do whatever you want. So. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, it kind of made me sad because it's like, you know, that's literally. What, the, what you go to the gym for is the lift you know uh, Planet Fitness kicked out somebody for having a half gallon of water those big uh, it looks like the water bottles you put in the for like the the gallon jugs yeah but it's the half one the little tiny one you know the handheld and some lady wouldn't let it do it and he's like we're not you're not allowed to have it and he's like what he's like I've been coming here for a long time and she called the cops on him and stuff and it's sad. Like, if he wouldn't have filmed it, I think he would have been screwed. But the lady wound up getting fired for that. But it's just like. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, like, it, it's just a water bottle. Like, he didn't have anything shady in it. And it was just like, you know, some people just got, like, an attitude sometimes. And, uh, you know, it causes shit. 
the biggest trend I see right now is deadlifters. Um, so the way you're supposed to properly deadlift, you lift it up, and when you get to the top, you're supposed to drop it. Correct. I'll, I'll control it down a little bit. Mm. Like, but, you don't. A lot of there's like there's different ways you do deadlifts. Like you can do, you can do controlled all the way up and down, or you can do pauses. But the concentric version is really popular because all you have to do is lift it up and you just drop it. So and I guess that saves energy and shit, right? Our yeah. gym we couldn't do that. Yeah, our gym was very, you know. Most most commercial gyms, unless you have a platform, you can't do that. So. Yeah, because we had to put these pads down on the floor, and plus we were in a, a building like on the ninth, sixth, and ninth floor, and yeah. So, but sometimes it'll be a platform, but somebody always comes in and they just want to like lecture, and I'm like, you know, the guy isn't bothering anybody. You know, they're just doing their stuff, and I was like, damn. I mean, we had to learn how to control it up and down just because of where we were at. But, I mean, and now I don't know if I could drop it and not feel, like, kind of guilty about it. Mm. But I don't know. It's 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 a really weird thing. Like, gyms in America, they're just they're, – you, you swear you're going to a, a photo shoot. Um, there was uh, people getting in fights in the locker room. Like, this guy's filming where people change. And people are like, yo, don't do that in here. And he's like, I'm just trying to show, show my my my, my uh, progress. My progress. <laughs> and like one dude got slapped in the face by this old dude, and he was like, "You don't know what fuck I come from." And it was like, I don't feel bad for the you know the these these people doing all the shit in the cameras. Like, you know, keep it out the bathroom, the the locker room, and the ones who set it up like on the floor. I feel like you know if people walk in front of your camera, that's that's you. Like you know. They're not there for you to do your photo shoot. Like, you, they can try and walk around, but, you know, you got to share the gym. You know, it's just, it's a sad thing. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think everybody's still on edge. And, you know, they're kind of jumpy. That's kind of why I like how there's no cameras in the gyms I go to. You know, like, yep. you got the occasional douchebag on his phone <laughs> when he's, you know, using the machine you want. But outside of that, there's no tripods and stuff set up. But I think you got the best idea just doing it at home having everything you need here saves a lot of money but um oh god fucking there's a gym either in new york or california i, I forgot where it was twenty seven hundred dollars a month it's nice like a luxury gym and you have to apply and interview to get to this you know luxury gym and i'm like what the hell could they do that would make it worth twenty seven hundred dollars a month like the most I ever spent for a gym was out here was the yeah. hundred and eight we used to have to pay, but I don't know what services could you you'd have to do. Like, w is it just having the best equipment or like? I have no idea. I'm trying to look that up. Yeah, right. It's it's pretty fucking nuts. But um, yeah. Speaking of working out at home, you've been uh, actually dealing with some clients recently, right? Yeah, I got a couple of people rolling through. So yeah, you've been uh, training at home and you've been doing online yeah. stuff. Like, so, like, if anyone's looking for any online coaching or personal training, just uh, just hit me up in my DMs <laughs> and you know, uh, send me some pics. <laughs> uh, what what information do they need if they want to 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 you know contact you with? Yeah, basically, we'll I'll send them a form and then uh, we'll ask about just basic stuff like um, your workout history, any injuries, any medical conditions that you should know, like, and then. If there are any medical issues, like any medical conditions, then we'd need a doctor to sign off on your on your starting exercise program. 
And you've been helping people who live outside of Japan, right? Yeah, so. well, that's a pain in the butt because of the time difference. But we make it work. I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of it's just the intake is automatic, pretty much just pictures and then it's just email correspondence back and forth. So email or the text chain, whatever. Too email, text chain, or pictures and video sent back and forth and stuff. But it's it's good, but it's it's not it's not quite the same as uh, in person in person personal training because you get a lot of cues like as far as like how to actually how much you should push or like if you should like hang back a little bit because oh, I mean you're yeah. there with the person you can see if they're struggling you can see if their forms off I yeah. mean but some people it's better than nothing you know yeah and it, I mean online coaching there, there are differences right so some people are better than other people at, at um, conveying stuff online and it's it's as good as like um it's only as good as you are of wanting to set up a camera because you have to have multiple like if i want to check your form i have to check it from the front and the, and the side mm-hmm. so sometimes from the back so it's a lot of work for a client you, too. Yeah. yeah it's also a lot of work for me to watch right so i have to pour through like maybe a couple hours of video a week or something so mm-hmm. but it is good i mean it is worth it i think if you want to get to somewhere really fast and you want to like eliminate a lot of the the mistakes like this getting a coach is the the best way to do things yeah well because a lot of people are making mistakes and not really realizing it i just not not even just for personal training but like life in general like if if you see someone who has a life that you want and you're fortunate enough to be able to get a mentor Mm. that would save you a lot of like headache and not have to make the same mistakes that they went through because like you're learning from their wisdom right so you're going to pay them for their knowledge so yeah and especially if you live in Japan or live, you know, close to us, like that working out with somebody is just fucking amazing, you know, especially somebody who knows what to do and you get to just shut your brain off. Be like, what are we doing next? What are we doing next? And then that's it, you know. Yeah. And I'll tell you if you have to do a couple more reps or if you're done or yeah. whatever, like you sometimes just, I'll lie to you. Yeah, and, no, that, that'll that happen all the fucking time. But but it's it makes you get a better workout. Like the first the first days we started working out, I just thought, he he lost track of counting, you know. All right, come on, two more. All right, all right, five more. And I'm like, wait, what? And I was like, all right, maybe I heard it wrong. And I'm like, oh no, this is how the motherfucker does it. But yeah, just because I know you can push more. Yeah, like, and, and and that's the thing. Like he he saw, he he would see things like that I didn't know I was doing. He he noticed improvements I didn't notice. Yeah, and, and w- once your form breaks down, I cut it off though. Yeah. Like, I mean, you don't want to you don't want to push someone so hard that they puke or they injure themselves, right? So it's like it's a it's a fine line to walk, right? So mm-hmm. you got to know like when to push and when to hang back. So no, yeah, uh, if uh, if they want to contact you, because a lot of them like what what DM Facebook or yeah, I think the um, Fukuoka Fitness or the Fukuoka Fat Guys page would be good. Okay, like yeah, just hit me up there or just in my regular Facebook account or mm-hmm. just. Message us through the Patreon. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, we'll and, figure it out. And if they're on the fence, you don't mind getting a message from them. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, okay. like, I, I, I basically want to pay it forward. Like, I've had a great career in fitness, and I, I don't charge a lot. Like a lot of people, like co- online coaching is a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So I don't. I'm, I'm just gonna let you know I don't charge a lot. So I mean, just, just hit me up. Mm-hmm. He really does does want to help. You know, like he gets excited when he gets to to train people, and um, he's got. A uh, new guy coming through who's uh, been making some some 
impressive progress. Yeah, congratulations on your hundred kilos, dude. Yeah, so he's he's, he's down to he went from one thirty to one hundred now. So. Damn, that's like sixty so, pounds. Yeah. So yeah, and how long has he been working out with you? Just a couple months. But. See, so it's like, you know, that's that's how it starts, and and that's how you can get to to where you want to be. Um, but yeah, I th- we we have this platform of people who listen to us, and few of you do so. Like, I feel like why not just put it out there in the the, the, the ethos uh, ethos. I was like, the atmosphere isn't the right word. Um, but yeah, uh, anything you want to do? Well, we can uh, before we. I just want to talk a little bit about some um, new stuff. Um, so the DEA was uh, trying to ban um, telemedicine, uh, testosterone in general, mm-hmm. um, through like what they call telemedicine. Is like when you call your doctor instead, and then they just ship you the stuff. Mm. So they, I guess um, a couple of days ago was the deadline, so I'm, I'm a little late to the party. But um, I mean, Chris Bell was trying to get that stuff like petition wise, and then stopping that. So. I mean, you got to be careful with the government trying to overstep all their boundaries and stuff. Because, like, a lot of the medicines that I I am very curious about, the government wants to take away. Well, so a lot like, of the stuff you take isn't FDA approved, too. It's like, well, you, you yeah, review and they're called research chemicals, right? Yeah. So research chemicals are made, like, I guess if you want to get really good research chemicals, you want to get them from compounding factories because they, they are approved to, like, there's less... Um, Less cross contamination and and it's it's a lot safer. So if you get it from a reputable source, and there's there's a couple. I mean, I think you would look at Transcend as a company um, that you should deal with if you're in America. I, we don't have telemedicine in Japan. At least I don't know of it. Um, but we do go to the hospital to get injected, and it's a pain in the ass. Literally, like a pain in the ass. <laughs> it's a literally pricking your ass. No, but um, yeah, it hurts every single day, and I, I still hate it. But it's like it's a necessary evil in my life because I'm old and about to die. But um, I mean, there's there's certain things that I want to experiment with. Um, things called peptides. So I mean, I'm sure everyone's heard of the Liver King, and he was using a ton of peptides. So tesamorelin and uh, any GHRP. Um, growth hormone inducing stuff like he was he was on a ton of stuff but anyways there are a lot of peptides that I that are not not so like harmful that I really want to experiment with stuff for healing like TB 500 and BPC 157 and I wish I could get my hands on stuff like that right there are also a whole bunch of bioregulators that are actually really good for fat loss and stuff and even for things like growing back my hair this is why I always wear a hat by the way um but just be cognizant of what the government wants to take control of and stuff. And if you can stop that by signing a petition, you might want to look into that because you don't want them controlling every single thing that actually really works. Well, and I mean, half of them are fucking barely doing their job anyway and just want something that looks good in the no, but public eye. A lot of it's big pharma, right? So they, they want it's hard to actually regulate pe- peptides. So what they're going to do is going to try to like find a way to. Like do that. It's an, uh, peptides aren't going to go away. They're never going to go away. There's so many interesting peptides and bioregulators, and it's now big pharma's job to try to market it and to copyright it. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, it's funny when the government hops in. They're trying to hop in through the Microsoft acquisition of a company called Activision Blizzard, and they make fucking ton of big ass games. And Sony's trying to say it's unfair advantage, and then. <laughs> Uh, somehow it got to, to Congress and they were like, well, Sony, it seems that you've been paying off companies to have, you know, an unfair advantage too. And so 
all this dirt and shit has been coming out and it's pretty dirty right now but i mean business is dirty in general so well fuck yeah i mean <laughs> that's, just, that's that's the fucking the way of life like i said but uh yeah all right uh anything else before we sign off um basically what you should be doing is just like anthony said just if you want a really really useful fat hack just try to get one step closer to your goal like mm-hmm. every single day whether that's like by hitting your steps by walking 10 minutes after your meals like we talked about or whether it's like just waking up like 30 minutes earlier which anthony actually talked about and how he was able to work out that way or just you know just figuring out like getting a coach and trying to figure out a plan of action right so they say if you if you fail to plan you're planning to fail so um i mean and we can help you with that so um unfortunately yeah like a lot of people said we might have to change up the podcast soon but um anthony and i are still fat so it's okay (laughs) i'm I'm gonna keep the name for a bit longer you know i don't want us to rebrand and all that shit takes takes time that's that's the only reason i'm staying fat for you guys you know i love y'all no i i think uh it was really surprising how just a 30 minute workout you know before going to work how that changed so it changes your mindset too, though. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't realize like when you start an exercise program, you'll you all of a sudden start thinking about better choices to eat. Like, mm-hmm. You start feeling you, better. Yeah, you you want to like you want to get that ball rolling. That's why, and that's why it's like the total opposite too. Like when you you fall, you say you fall off, or you do something that you're not supposed to, that you just stop it. So I mean, don't think of it as like falling off, but just think of it as like. That's just part of the journey, you know. Like, <laughs> you had a short vacation in between your your journey yeah, no, and your no, exercise. Just count it, you know. Like mm-hmm. it's it's all part of it, you know. Like there should be no foods that are off the table. Yeah. There should you should enjoy a hamburger. You should enjoy fried foods. You should enjoy everything, you know, within moderation, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I drink a couple of beers with Angela every day, like you know. I don't and I don't really drink. I only drink with Angela. So, Angela, if you're listening, I know you're not, but you know, <laughs> thank you for Disneyland. Angela. Oh, that was weird. so yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, and, and you don't, yeah, because you you want to have fun and be at the party, like the the life. I think the life people think they're gonna have when they start working out is what they see, like the top of the top do at the gym, which is, you know, every single thing counted to every single macro and stuff like that, and it's like you count your stuff and you do your life, but those people are living to work out. We're living, we're working out to enjoy life more and you know to be healthier and all that stuff. So it's like. What you see the extreme people doing, the ones who are, go to the gym twice a day or eight hours or whatever, you know, that's not going to be your life. It, you can do that and still have a life. Go out, party, drink. I think a lot of us have to enjoy going outside again. Um, it sounds weird, but I swear to God, a lot of us just got used to COVID, staying inside, going to work, coming home. Yeah, the black and orange set was actually really big during that time. Right. So it's still it's, big now. So it's like, I think... Part of it is, you know, we get to try and enjoy nature and, you know, and yeah. So hopefully we can help you out with stuff like that. Hopefully, you know, hell, I can do it myself. I Like I said, I'm just doing small shit here and there, you know, and uh, maybe something as simple as just trying to, to meet up with Carl once a week. Because that's how it started, you know, waking up 6 a.m. and to get to the gym. Right. The five of us. Yeah. So. And whoever else wanted to come along for the ride. So I think, you know, I'll start 
trying to do that and then days I get to work out you know because now I have a gym that's that I have access to so I can work out by myself and just working out with somebody it's just a different it's a totally different feeling especially somebody who inspires you and keeps you you know it makes it fun you know I who knows what kind of beast I could have been if I worked out you know in high school like I wanted to but I felt so embarrassed when I couldn't even lift 115 there you know, and it wasn't like anyone like shat on me or was talking shit. It was just, you know, I'm bigger than most of these people and I couldn't lift half their shit. And I come out here and, you know, they were just like, nah, we'll just take it down and we'll just take it slow. And, you know, muscle, it, it just it just ha- it just comes. The power just comes and you never notice it. It's when you finally see the before and after and realize what you lifted before and what you lifted after. Like, it's fucking amazing. Yeah. And there's always going to be setbacks like Anthony's. I mean, He's had a lot to work through. Like, gout is terrible. If you've <laughs> never had it, it's terrible. And then oh. I was there for a specter, and that was I like, it was heartbreaking, bro. Like that, like <laughs> like that day was heartbreaking. Literally, like we were we were pushing through fifteen, like for reps. It was easy, easy, easy. and just just that pop, and you see the 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 bicep just pull up. I'm like, oh, crap. Yeah, and then I didn't have insurance to fix it, and it's like, and that that was probably the beginning of my fall, <laughs> 2017. And I just, yeah, I get, and I, we talked about it. I get in my head, and it's like. I mean, it gets in everyone's head, but, I mean, you will have injuries, and you'll have setbacks, mm-hmm. but what separates people is, like, how you bounce back from that stuff. So, like, you know, you don't want that to be the ending of your book, right? No. So you want that to be a chapter of, like, how you got better. That's why I, like, like, a lot of people say Goggins is too much, but I love Goggins for the fact that he shows you, like, you can do this, man. Yeah, no. The, he, every bullshit excuse you got, he's got to reply. You know, like, you, you don't have an hour to give, you know, fucking 30 minutes, you know, to, to just go do something outside. And it's like, yeah, we kind of, you yeah. know. So, yeah, it's, it's mental. It's fucking mental. Our mentality is going to determine how we look at it. And that's why we got to not look at it as something we have to do but something we want to do and yeah. that's why do it with people who make it fun for you yep yeah. and and if we uh, and if we get to live another day we'll try to get you more content and if we make it to the next week we'll try to get you another episode you yeah know? I'm gonna try and uh, get a new computer next week so Hopefully. Next week, I'm, I'm gonna try. Wow, I'm 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 in. I'm looking for you. Better you. be getting a Mac Mini then. It's pretty <laughs> affordable. Yeah, my uh, David was telling me I should either build the computer with pieces and from Hakata or someone else telling me maybe try and buy a gaming key PC because those really run well. So if you guys got any recommendations, let me know. But in the next week or so, I want to buy a new computer because I'm gonna need it for some other stuff too. Other than Cha-ching! That. Talk about money. <laughs> Shit, we'll see how it goes, but. All right, I think we can uh, call it there. All right. All right, well, we love you guys. We'll see you next time, whatever that is, and stay good. Peace.